Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because your future matters. What is up, friends? Welcome to Financial Fixer Podcast. I'm so excited about today's episode. I'm going to be sharing about living check to check. If you are freaking sick of it, if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired of living check to check, just do these simple steps. Stop the madness with these three simple steps. And if you love this episode and if you love this podcast, please share it with your girlfriends or share it with any friend. This is good for guys too. So this episode includes a clip from my workshop that I did in the Financial Fixer community. And if you want to join the community and you haven't already, hop on on over there on Facebook. It's Financial Fixer Community Money Mindset Movement. All right. I hope you enjoy the episode. If you have not already met me, what I do is I help women create options, uh, a life with options through money management and um, basically living on less than you make, but doing it in a simplified, less complex way. So what what it's all about here is finding out what your um, real goals and priorities are and then working with that on a daily basis, not on like, you know, let's set some goals and then we're going to just bust our butts and work really hard towards those goals for, you know, in a big way, it's in a really small, tiny way. So the tiny actions that I teach are going to compound and create mighty results. So that's the point in my program and why I'm here. And um, because money doesn't have to be that scary. Are you sick of living check to check? I'm just wondering if that's you. I mean, it might not be you. You might not be living check to check or feel like you're living check to check. But I took a poll and I've been asking around and as I engage and communicate with women in this community, I'm really trying to get to the core of what it is that you need, what it is that um, you're here for and the things that you want, because I need to listen and I need to execute on the things that that really you would like to to receive from being part of this community and this support system uh, to help you through your financial journey to get you to to where you want to be and to reach your goals. Living check to check is hell. I've been there. This is definitely something that I can really relate to. I went through it many times and for many years. Um, I don't I don't think I there was a time up until about six years ago that I wasn't living check to check. So I went through my entire adulthood until I was about 34, 35 years old, living check to check, 34. Yeah, I was 34 when I started to say, okay, I don't want to live check to check anymore. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to like do something different. I'm going to stop doing what I've been doing because what I've been doing isn't working. So I'm going to give you some simple steps today. That's going to not be the thing to do just today. It's going to be the thing to do going forward because 
until you consistently do the right thing consistently and stay on track with the right thing, you're not going to receive results. How many times have you started something, right? You've started a new program or a coaching program or um, gone to school for something um, and decided that that wasn't for you. You like, you know, that didn't work for me. I tried it. How long did you really do the work, do the actual tasks consistently? What was the time frame that you that you went through that process before you decided it was something that wasn't going to work for you? Now, it's fine. Sometimes we fall out of love with that thing or we decide we're really not passionate about that thing or, you know, but when, when it comes to money, I think we're all passionate about not being broke. I think we all are. Right. Like, I hope that we're not cool with staying broke. I'm not cool with that. I don't want to stay broke and I don't want my, my people <laughs> around me to stay broke. You know, I want to empower you to not be broke. And I want you to know that you've got that power. So the first step to stop living check to check is to believe. And sometimes it's hard to believe when we haven't seen something happen, right? So believe that it's possible that you um, can have more right? And that you can create more and that you can be more. And, and that's easier said than done, right? So this is where the mindset work is at. And there's, when it comes to mindset work, mindset work is two things. There's mindset and there's work. Sometimes in order for us, to, most of the time, all the time, probably, in order for us to shift our mindset with something, some kind of action needs to take place first for us to start, start to shift and see something happening, whether it's a, you know, the wheels start turning or we see some kind of small little win or a tiny result, then we start to say, okay, well, my mindset about that thing, I'm starting to see it differently now. So mindset work is key and crucial. And it's one of the first things that we do when we're starting to um, try to change something and we're, we're wanting to create new behaviors, new patterns. Let's work on the mindset but you have to work first. So there has to be something that's being put into action. So find someone like you that may have the same issues, may have had the same issues as you, such as somebody that's been in serious debt, you know, had a, a big money mess at one time and they're no longer in that. You know, that's just an idea, you know, to, to surround yourself with someone that um, can work through the mindset work with you um, that comes, you know, with an unbiased you know, comes to you unbiasedly and uh, doesn't have, you know, connections to you and your family or to the people that you know, maybe they're not in your inner circle, but there's someone that you can trust. So it's really important to get someone in your corner that has been through the bad, like so you can relate to them and they can relate to you, but also they've come out on the other side and so they can share with you how they did it. So um, that's the first step is to really cut, cut the limiting beliefs because I'm an Enneagram seven. I'm learning about Enneagrams lately and I'm sharing this in my Academy as well. And we're like, we're doing a little bit of work there. And an Enneagram seven is an enthusiast. I'm an adventurer. I'm someone that's spontaneous. I'm someone that doesn't do a whole lot of research before I make a decision. And an Enneagram seven, and there's a few other Enneagrams such as the helper and a couple other numbers that are really bad at budgeting, right? They're innately not good at it, but that doesn't mean that they can't overcome it. 
because someone like, obviously I've overcome it. I became a master budgeter and crushed a bunch of debt and did all the things. And I'm still an Enneagram seven. I'm still a natural spender. I'm still someone that wants to do all the things. Okay. And, but I, I have changed. I, it's taken time, but I've changed. So I want to reassure you that, you know, you can believe that you can do this, that this is, this is not the end all be all, like just because your personality is, is like you, you're, you're flighty, you're foggy, you're, you know, you're a mess with money. If that's you, it doesn't have to be that you just have to start giving yourself some skills and acting on those skills. So training, learning, and then implementing what you learn. That's number one. Number two, second step to take is to find your real priorities, your real priorities. And you might be saying, well, wait, Amanda, I know, wait a minute, Amanda, I know what my priorities are. I'm a single mom. I, my priorities are my kids. My priorities are my fitness and my health. I, my priority is um, not losing my job. That's priority. Those are outward priorities. Those are the things that like, you know, it's kind of what people perceive us to be, you know, like that's kind of what we are on the outside. But if you haven't tracked your finances down to the penny practically for the last week, month, year, it's possible that you don't have a grip on your priorities. So what number two is, is to go and check in the rear view, go and look in the rear view and see where you've been spending your money, whether it's been from credit cards or from your checking account, take a look back to the last three months, take the last three months of spending behavior and write it all down. Don't just print it out, write it all down on paper and every single thing that you've spent money on and then maybe even color code them or put them in categories such as what goes to food, what goes to lifestyle, what goes to my personal needs, what goes to charity, all those things, right? And just put them in categories. And then you'll see really where your priorities have been. And then maybe if you're not aligned with what those priorities have been and you would like to change them or shift them, or you feel like you are aligned and you just, you know, there's some little things that you need to tweak, then that will give you the information. So number two is really important. You could be in so many different places and think that your priorities are, are narrowly focused, but maybe they're not, maybe they're not taking a look at your spending will give you a lot of answers. It may not answer everything, but it's probably going to answer a lot when it comes to your priorities. So knowing exactly what they are and making a decision on what your priorities are, right? So like you may not have made a complete decision. You may not really, you know, know what, you know, what you really want to do or what your goals are there, you know, so start to get really narrowly focused on that. And a good way to find out is to check your spending and see what's been going on. Take a look. Okay. And if you need help with that, let me know. So the third thing, is to start tracking your spending going forward currently today and never stop. It sounds simple. I know. And it is, it is simple. It's very simple, but it's hard. I know it's hard. So I'm telling you to do something that's extremely simple to explain. It's simple to do, but it's not easy to get started and it's not easy to stay consistent in it, even though I'm giving you a simple plan. The simple plan, though, is to start tracking your spending. And I always recommend with any of my clients or my academy members is to start tracking your spending on paper for at least the two to three weeks 
consistently on paper, then you can kind of, again, find out what your priorities are, you know, reassess, you know, establish some, some groundwork and foundation for what you want to do and what your goals are. Um, but just finding out how you're spending your money and um, writing down everything that you're doing and then kind of having those aha moments and saying, okay, you know, this is something that I don't really need, but I want it. This is something that, you know, I really did need. Then you kind of can align your priorities with your money. Over time, tracking will weed out the bad behavior. All of us have bad behavior from time to time. It's, I, I don't care what anybody says, we're all going to have bad behavior from time to time. But when it comes to our money, how much bad we, behavior we have can really affect our future and ultimately where we want to be where, when, we, when we grow up, <laughs> right? When we want to retire or how much we want to travel or how much we want to help our family and friends. So by starting this today, you're not going to automatically be able to weed out your bad behavior. It's going to take time and consistency of doing the right things, like I said before. So you're doing the right things, you're tracking, 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 then you have, you know, progress that you're able to see from before. So you're going to, you're going to, and you're going to start to see where this behavior wasn't serving you because that affected your ability to spend money on that other thing that you really wanted, that priority that was really important to you, right? So tracking will also force you to organize and prioritize. Tracking will give you enough data to see progress. And that will motivate you to keep going. So again, how many times have you started something that you didn't finish or that you just quit because it was too hard, right? We need that motivation. We need to see tiny wins and results and things that are, are happening good that are, you know, keeping us going because we got to have something to keep us going. So if you keep tracking and you consistently track, at least on paper for the first two to three weeks, because then that's going to create the muscle so that whenever you do get on a tracking app, because there's, there's all kinds of apps out there. I'm not going to even recommend one on this, on this forum. Um, once you start doing that on the app, you're going to be more comfortable because you had already been doing it on paper. So you kind of have an idea of where everything, you know, of how long it takes. It, it should only take you 27 seconds after every transaction in the now, in the real time. And if something's coming out on auto pay, you get into the habit of putting that, uh, putting that item in your budget so that you know when something's going to come out of your bank account for one of your priorities, right? So budgeting, it's not just a budget, it's prioritizing your life. So I'm going to do a call to action. I'm going to keep in this quick. So call to action next month is going to be Podtoberfest. <laughs> Okay. I'm really, really focused right now on the podcast. That's my jam. I'm really loving it. I'm doing a lot of interviews, having a really good time on there. And the way that I can keep showing up and get visibility on the podcast is for you to keep showing up and listening. So those that are listening regularly, thank you so much to my regular listeners. And to those that haven't heard it yet, please go check out Financial Fixer Podcast. I would love it if you would have a listen. And if you would do a um, rate the show, listen to at least one episode. So this is your challenge. This is your challenge for Podtoberfest, okay? Listen to at least one episode. And if you love it, if you don't love it, I appreciate if you just don't do a review. But if you do love it and you can give me five stars, um, you can just pretend you didn't listen if you don't like it. But if you do love it, give me five stars and write a review, 
just with some feedback from the episode that you watched or that you listened to and, you know, um, take a screenshot of it and send it to me via DM, or you can post it on social stories and tag me in it or something like that. So if you post it on social stories and tag me, I will see it and I will track it because again, I'm a master tracker. That's what I do. And, um, or you can send it to me in a DM so that I can have it to post to my social as well, but just so that I can recognize you. So if you do that within the month of October, I'm going to be doing this all month of October. So at the end of the month, I'm going to draw from a hat and I'm going to pick three women that are going to get access to my academy for free for 30 days for the month of November. So that is my challenge and I cannot wait to see your reviews. Thank you so much for showing up here and I will be talking to you soon. I'm going to let this go. You have a great day. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.